Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of In Love. I thank you all who are listening. Today we will be talking about our worth in Christ, and I am joined by four, three actually lovely ladies. Uh, so if you could just go around and say your name. Yes, I'm Alicia. Hi, I'm Satisha. And I'm Jada. Great. So we're going to get right into it um, and just talk a little bit about self-worth and our journeys when it comes to self-worth. Um, there are many different definition, definitions for self-worth. Uh, one of them is having a sense of self-worth means that you're valued you value yourself and having a sense of self value means that you are worthy or a feeling that you are a good person who deserves to be treated with respect. So these are just two definitions of what self-worth is. And when I think about my own uh, journey with self-worth, it hasn't been easy. I think that in a lot of ways, um, I, I didn't have very high self-worth and it might seem you know, we're looking at me now and saying, oh, you don't have any self-worth or you didn't feel like you were worthy of love or worthy of anything. But in fact, um, I didn't. And I think that my worth for a large part of my life was in men feeling like if my partner loved me or thought highly of me um, or treated me well, that that meant that I was worthy of love. Um, you know, I think to like just being in school, I think a lot of my self-worth came from there. So if I did well on a test or if I did well in school, like that made me feel like I was a worthy person or made me feel like I was a good person. Um, and when I think back to high school too, you know, being popular, having a lot of friends, um, feeling like, you know, I... I was something special because I had those friends or because I was part of that clique. I think that too kind of impacted the way I saw myself. There were a lot of times when I, I looked in the mirror and I just didn't see something beautiful. Um, you know, even my physical appearance, like feeling like, Oh, because I don't look a certain way. Um, I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy enough. And I'm still working on some of these things, but I feel like, you know, it, it impacted the way that I lived. And I think it impacted some of the decisions that I made. So when I go back to men, like if, if a guy was interested in me, even if he wasn't like anything good or he was bad for me, um, I would still stay because I liked how he made me feel. I liked the fact that, you know, he, he treated me, you know, well, some of the time, but not all of the time. And, you know, that led to very abusive relationships for me uh, in the past where I was just hanging on to the next time he was going to treat me well. Um, but when I think back on that, I'm like, if I loved myself, if I realized my worth at that time, I wouldn't put up with half of the things that I put up with in, in some of these relationships. And, you know, when I think about my daughter and you know, what I'm trying to instill in her, like, I want her to realize that with or without a man, like you're worth something, you don't need, you know, somebody to tell you that you're beautiful, or to kiss you or to make you feel good in any type of way, uh, for you to know that you're special, like you are special, God made you special. And you don't need to go looking for that anywhere else. Um, 
And it, it, yeah, it was, it was hard. It's, it was hard. And just going back to body image for me personally, um, that's always uh, been a struggle. Um, and just kind of looking at what media says I'm supposed to look like and what, what, what the world kind of values in terms of um, body image. And it's just, it's, it's been difficult. And I know all of you will share two kind of your experiences, but um, I think at the end of the day, we need to be able to see ourselves the way God sees us. Um, he loves us. He made us. He created us. Uh, and that's the kind of messages that I need to be telling myself. And I think we all need to be telling ourselves on a regular basis and not these messages that, you know, you're not good enough or you're not worthy because you don't have this or you don't have the latest this, you know, my worth doesn't come from material things. It doesn't come, um, yeah, from, from money, you know, it comes from up above. It comes from Christ. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, good uh, evening, everybody. Afternoon, actually. Um, yes, this is Satisha speaking. And, uh, well, when it comes to my journey on self-worth and understanding it, well, I always say that my life should be a movie so that being said it has not been easy it has not been easy and it has not been easy (laughs) well you know you live and you learn if you would like to and those that seek knowledge do receive it and first and foremost I just want to thank father God for saving me all the time and just allowing me the opportunity to even come to this point to where I really do love myself and understand self-worth and I can say that I searched for it in everything else that was not a successful outlook nothing reached me in any positive way by looking for self-worth through my friends my peers my boyfriend the child my my father of my children my parents my nowhere the only place that I fully learned how to love myself was with God. And it took me a journey and a half to get there that could have been avoided had I just listened to my heart a lot earlier. But you live and you learn if you wish to. So there's always hope. And that's mm-hmm. all that matters as long as you keep in mind that you can find the light at the end of the tunnel. And it's something that no one says very often, but something as simple as a prayer can change everything. And until I learned how to pray, I didn't know anything at all. Hmm. And through prayer, I became victorious. Hmm. And with that being said, my journey came from, I ended up being a mother by the time I was 19 years old. I now am 31 years old with three children. This is my testimony. And now I have the opportunity to school a teenager in high school. And I'm still a child of God. Praise the Lord. (laughs) But that took time. I was just recently saved and baptized. And so it's been a worldly journey. And it was not good. Nothing good other than my children came of that experience. However, I'm grateful for it because I can't say other than just my children, but a lot of my knowledge came from that experience as well. And so now, as my grandfather always tells me, each one teach one. 
So pray, pray as if you speak to the one that you truly believe in, our creator, and he will answer you. And you will know when he does, because mm-hmm. his, for me, when he graces me with his presence, I break. So I don't think that there's a way that you can experience it without knowing. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you'll know that when it's right, it's right. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, the men that I search for love from, the people, the experiences, the environments, never found it. God, however, gave it to me. And not with a fight, not with anything. Decision that I ever made in my life. Mm -hmm. I'll take that to the grave. That's what I have to say on the topic of self-worth. Love yourself, love God. You can't go wrong there. Mm-hmm. 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 Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, that was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was. It's snapping of the fingers. Yes. <laughs> so, hey, Alicia speaking. Um, so for my personal journey, my self-worth was obviously really tied to societal constructs, which are like, they're always ever-changing. Um. But the main thing that I can pinpoint was it was tied to my level of productivity. So like how how I'm performing in school, um, am I making like enough money? Am I hitting certain career goals that I feel will portray me like in a certain light? Mm-hmm. And that ultimately burned me so badly. I even got sick from it, from so much stress. Um especially during a pandemic because I was self-employed at that point and I had like other people I lost all of my contracts so it just I I took a really hard hit at it and um yeah so I took a hard hit which is the point in time where I experienced the most amount of stress and that's around that same time that I that I got sick um so yeah I got so sick to the point where like I lost everything in terms of like being able to work being able to produce like I couldn't be productive I mean I was like bedridden for so long and obviously that even brought my self-worth even downer so like in addition of feeling ill I felt like my life wasn't worth living at that point um but Thankfully, I think God was really trying to reach me really badly for so many years because it took that for me to actually get back close to God. Because um, I did grow up in a church and I never had like a connection with God like I have now. Um, but ultimately, that was a turning point. And then I just started taking little steps to trust God. And the big one was like praying that I'm going to heal. Um, which happened. So that kind of, since that point, my self-worth or like what I attach it to, I just completely disconnected it from like the world in terms of like what society defines self-worth as being, because it's always changing, especially with social media. It's just really, Mm -hmm. it's like 
bombarding with like changes in the definition of what it is to be considered a worthy person or a worthy woman. And a lot of people are like, you know, basing their self-worth on how many likes they get, how many followers yeah. they have, like social media uh, mm-hmm. in itself is like a whole issue. Yeah. Um, so even my, actually my desire to be on social media has really changed ever since I've been more close with God, just because I'm starting, I just started to see like how delusional and I was just like what have I been doing well you know what I look at it like this I used to think like that until I realized a lot of people need to hear what I have to say so now I just Mm -hmm. switched up things that I have to say because I have different things to say so I'm like don't follow me follow God (laughs) that's Mm -hmm. the way to go Yeah, like we using your platform for better, like um, to spread the word and stuff like that. Yeah, I started to notice and kind of make that transition myself as well. Exactly. Yeah. So um, right now, well, I feel so free compared to before. Myself, my self esteem has never been this good. Like it, it was really bad before. Um, so I just feel free, and I feel like this burden lifted off of my shoulder. Like I don't care as much whether or not I'm perceived a certain way, like when, especially when it comes to productivity, my, I made like a huge career change, um, which is, I don't know why it took me this long to do it, but I'm in a better place. And mm-hmm. I just started this new job and I have never had working conditions as good as the one that I have now. Mm-hmm. I've never like had a, a revenue as good as I had now. And it amen. all came from just following what God wants. For amen, so, amen. Like I, I spent the past couple of months kind of being like, God, show me what is your will. Like, I really want to follow your will. So mm-hmm. please show it to me because mm-hmm. I have no idea what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it brought me to getting this job, which like, sometimes I wake up and I'm like, I can't believe this is my life. Yes. Now. Yes. And so yes. It's just, Listen, I don't know what I think Sister Nicole is going to be able to help me here with the deeds. But um, <laughs> as he says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, You'll want for nothing exactly. as long yeah. as you follow him. And he will give. That's it. And the word also says, and I think that, you know, a lot of people aren't getting it or they have it backwards. Like, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Exactly. Once you seek God, then all these other things, everything that you ever wanted will come. And it's no joke. It will yeah. come. Yep. But you need to seek God first. Yes. It's very true. Yes. Like, it's so real because that's my experience right now. Like coming from a place of being sick, not knowing what, like how my life is going to turn out. Am I going to be like this forever? Mm-hmm. And now it's like the way that my life is set up right now is what I've been chasing before, mm-hmm. but I was going in the wrong directions mm-hmm. and it was kind of dependent on, oh, I'm trying to please people, mm-hmm. which ultimately mm-hmm. led me to not being successful in my career because I was putting my, my needs in a back burner. But now it's like, oh, I don't have to do that anymore. No. And you don't even have to depend on yourself anymore. Like we we often take things into our own hands and Mm -hmm. try to be successful by pleasing others or by doing all of these things when really, Mm -hmm. if we just hyper-focus on Jesus and hyper-focus on what he wants for our life and trying to figure out what his will is for our life, Mm -hmm. by spending time in his word, things would go a lot smoother. Mm -hmm. I've also seen that in my life. So when I heard Mm -hmm. you talking about even 
work and things like that, I, I, I never felt so fulfilled until I started to listen and focus and seek him first. So a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And another thing that I wanted to say too is, and we just finished hearing um, the, the, the word today talking about um, faith makes you courageous. And even at our lowest points, I think that it's really important to believe and to trust that God will get you through this. So even when you feel worthless, you feel like you can go on, you feel like, you know, there's just no point, just believe that God will get you through this, you know, just keep telling yourself, it's not going to be like this forever. Uh, and I found in my own personal life that that has helped me a lot, even though I was at my lowest, I knew that God was going to get me through it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you have to say, um, Jada? Hi. So yes. Um, as far well, what I have to say is going to be very short and sweet. <laughs> but um, I really like I hear what everybody's saying, and I kind of like understand that, and that's kind of like what I'm going through right now. Um, like my self worth was highly measured in like the things I could provide and what I could do for others, and like basically, I never really um took time to you know sit down with myself and just kind of like think of how like I feel and stuff it was really just kind of hearing everybody's opinion on my life and what I should be doing and like just taking that as if I can't measure up to that then I'm not worth much Mm -hmm. and like especially growing up like with a single mother she's very tough and Jamaican so (laughs) (laughs) So she has like these high expectations and I always kind of felt like if I didn't meet up to that then I wasn't up to par and it's like I would go into anything just thinking okay I have to be the best in this and like Mm -hmm. this is coming from my own like energy you know Mm -hmm. what I mean I wasn't depending on God I wasn't seeking Mm -hmm. out I wasn't reading the word I wasn't actually um like listening to him or anything so Mm -hmm. running off your own energy that's gonna run out so like very quick you know so like I would go through like burnouts very quick at a really young age like 13 Mm -hmm. 14 just sitting down falling into depression very quickly yes but I would always kind of like hide it as well you know like come put on a smile and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but you know just that cycle was very tiring and draining um but yeah so my self-worth was really measured in the things I could do that's Mm -hmm. really where it was at and then Mm -hmm. after I mean I didn't really have a lot like growing up I didn't really um put like focus on what my like friends and stuff like that mm-hmm. I don't know why I guess probably from the same time, it was yeah it wasn't really yeah. like it wasn't really me I never focused on what other people had to say to me other than mainly like my elders yeah that was a big influence mm-hmm. um so yeah if I couldn't perform or like if I couldn't um, meet those standards, I just felt super down. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, as far as um, performance and another thing, looking good while doing it, so mm-hmm. I would really um, focus on like my outward appearance mm-hmm. and never on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, like basically when I remember like as a teen, well, I still am a teen, but <laughs> younger, like in high school, I would really focus on like, always having my nails done well not nails always having my hair done always having like you know no pimples nothing just always looking very presentable Mm -hmm. um 
but to a point where that's all I really focused on, you know, mm-hmm, looking presentable mm-hmm. and looking good basically for the public eye mm-hmm. and just never really feeling complete in myself because obviously you can't find like full like you know being complete in worldly things so I learned that like recently and really actually well I've always kind of knew it but I'm really starting to understand it and put that word into practice now so it's still a struggle but it will be because just what most people don't tell us is that it's just as hard to unlearn something as it is to learn it. That's and all these things that you went through, you learned them throughout the process of life. And now you're unlearning the things that are no longer soothing you because God is in your life. So it's okay. It's, it's going to be okay. It's, it's just a process. Exactly. And I think, I think that message needs to kind of be, you know, shouted out the rooftop. Highlighted. Yeah. <laughs> just because I, I think, especially for new Christians and people who are are trying to live this life like it it does take time right mm-hmm. it's it does take time you have to grow and i can look at my own walk um from being a teen to now being an adult and you know just moving forward like i i didn't learn things overnight it took me a while to realize um things and i i just you know kept believing in believing and trusting in god and trying to serve him and trying to do my best not giving up on on god because he never gave up on me and like when i hear you talking about the nails and the that was so me (laughs) that was me like that was me like i just wanted to look good like i wanted to look good i wanted to have money in my bag and you know nails done here done this and that like that was it and i i wanted people to compliment me and i you know but that that runs out and then no exactly and the only thing that kind of gives me full worth is is knowing who christ says i am and when we look at scripture we see that um in john chapter 1 verse 12 it says i am god's child uh in john chapter 15 verse 15 i am christ's friend uh, in First Corinthians six twenty, I belong to God. Mm-hmm. Um, in Ephesians six ten, I can be strong. Uh, in Hebrews thirteen five, I am not alone. In Colossians two seven, I am growing. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Right. Mm-hmm. So all of these things, that's who I want my identity, and that's where I want my self worth to lie, and who God says mm-hmm. I am. He created me for a purpose, and I want to live that out. You know, if people want to gossip or say things about me, like I could be at this point in my life, I could care less. There was a time when I did care about what other people thought of me. But now, like, I realize that, you know, that I, I have to put that in the garbage. Like, it has no place in my life anymore. Uh, it's really what God has to say about me. And I feel like when I infuse my mind with those messages, uh, that I'm victorious, that, you know, I am God's child. Like when I, when I infuse my mind with those messages, I'm able to walk with my head up high because I know he loves me. I know he forgives me. I know that he's with me. I know he's strengthening me. I know that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I know all of these things. I believe these things so I can, I can walk in that, that light. And even when I make a mistake, it doesn't mean that I'm unworthy. It just means I need to repent. I need to turn back to him and, and ask him for guidance and ask him to let his Holy Spirit lead me. Um, so it's a process, right? I'm not walking on a high horse. I make mistakes, but that, mm-hmm. that also my sins don't take away 
from who I am as a person. And I think sometimes even the devil kind of plays with us like that with our guilt when we mess up and makes us feel like, no, you're not worthy. Look at Mm -hmm. you. You're, you're no good. You say you're a Christian. You say you're that. Well, I am Mm -hmm. a Christian. Okay. I am. And just because I make a mistake, doesn't mean that I'm no longer under blood under God's covering. Yeah. Oh, I've seen um, uh, actually on Facebook, there was a video of this pastor. He um, brought somebody up from the congregation and he had a $20 bill Mm -hmm. and he offered them uh, the $20 bill. And he was like, would you like it? Like, you know, and they were like, yes. So he took it, he crumpled it up and he was like, do you still want this $20 bill? And the person was like, yes. And he took it, he put it, he sprayed it with water. He said, do you still want it? (laughs) He said, do you want it? The person said, yeah, he took it he kept crumpling it then he put it on the floor he stomped on it and he said do you still want this 20 dollars bill and the person said yes i'll still take it yeah. and he said and that right there it just proves that the yeah. value of yes. that it's still there yeah. remind no matter what it went through That's the it. value was always there oh, and just like us god will still want us yes yes and i thought that was like beautiful i love that i love that i love that and and the world right the world will chew you up and spit you out you know but jesus still is there waiting you know you know he's still there waiting he's still wanting to accept you Mm -hmm. and believe Mm-hmm. And so amazing and awesome mm-hmm. you are, God. Mm-hmm. Thank you. He is. Thank you. He is. He is. So don't ever feel like, oh, I'm not good enough for Jesus. Maybe the world will tell you, no, you're not good enough. Right. But God will take you. He'll always love you. He'll always comfort you. And you know, you can find peace. You can find rest in Him. Um, and it's eternal. We kind of also get caught up in like this this world that we're living in right now, this physical world it will pass away. We know that it'll pass away. We won't always be here forever. And we can count and depend on God's love being eternal, right. being forever. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, when he calls. yeah, when he calls, you want him to call your name. You, you want to be, yes, you want to, you want to be in those numbers, right. For the, the word now. That's <laughs> it. Tell me what to do. That's it. Just tell also, me what to do. You tell me what to do. Exactly. Listen, when he calls answer and yes. follow him. He is the way and love is the way. Amen. Amen. So, um, yeah, I think, I hope, not I think, I hope, I truly do hope that this podcast has been inspiring to you, that you gain something from it, uh, and that you remember that your worth is not in this world, but it's in Christ. And he loves you deeply. He loves you with a love that we can't understand. And the life that you're living right now came at a cost. He made a great, great sacrifice for all of us to be able to, to be here and, you know, to, to live in this world right now. And um, let's not take it for granted. Um, and let's make him priority in our life. Psalms 139 verse 14 says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Let us not forget that we are fearfully and wonderfully made by God. So I just want to thank you one more time for listening. And remember, let everything you do be done in love. Thank you. Amen.